0: Hey everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz and today I want to talk to us jazz musicians and funk musicians and everybody else about how to get a little bit more out of our metronome practice. Uh, This thing shouldn't just be clicking away in the background holding us together. So this is going to be for all instruments and frankly many many different styles too. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, As always, the videos are sponsored by Gonzalez Reads. Thank you so much to Gonzalez for their great product and for their sponsorship here. So um, I've gotten quite a few requests to talk about developing our time feel and what makes somebody sound professional and how do we groove more and things like that. Now those are practically three different topics, but there's a line that goes between them and that's playing with great time. Now, there are some of, some of my groove heroes didn't have the best time necessarily. So having perfect metronomic time isn't the same as grooving. But I think a lot of us can agree that having good control over our time or having spent the hours developing our sense of time gives us a key in how to devel- develop our sense of uh, groove and momentum and you know all these other things so very closely related i think everybody owns a metronome you know it used to be back in the day there was like some 70 dollar like piece of wood that sat on your piano now it's a free app or the metron or the internet or whatever else right so let's figure out how to really use this thing to develop what we're doing i have a pdf for it i'll put it up on the screen for you right now uh, i would be happy to send this to you um, if you send me an email to digging deeper jazz at gmail.com I would be delighted to get it off to you and so for today as you can see um, we're just gonna be I, I just picked a random scale and this happens to be a scale we talked about in video digging deeper number 23 uh, where we were talking about major bebop scales <laughs> great scale to practice because it's got eight notes in it. The major scales, all the modes have seven notes. So we get sort of off kilter with the beat. So, you know, just just pick something to start with. And this is is certainly a very good one. So here's what I want to say. If you practice with the metronome clicking on every beat, click, click, click. uh, Might be time to stop that especially if we're talking about jazz and swing and that feel okay so um and the reason i say it might be time to stop that there's very little time for you to mess up in there right like it's it's clicking once and let's say you're playing eighth notes right so You don't have a lot of rope. You don't have a lot of leash to get away from, right? So that metronome is dragging your butt through that scale. You don't have very much responsibility. Now, if that's where you're at and that's challenging, okay, stay there and develop it. That's for sure. So many of us should put the metronome on slower. So for instance, if we are going to be playing something at 160, let's say quarter notes are 160, and I'm going to be playing eighth notes. So on the page, it may say, hey, this song is at 160, but the song has a lot of eighth notes. So we're going to click at 160 and, uh, and and play along with that. What I'm saying is don't set your metronome to 160. Set your metronome to click half as much, to click twice in a measure. So set your metronome to 80. So I've got a metronome here. I'm going to set it to uh, click at eight. So that's clicking twice a measure. So let, for right now, let's think of that as one and three. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Okay, so um, I was really playing at 160. I was playing eighth notes at 160, so we gotta get the math straight here. This is as bad as the math gets, all right. So I set my metronome up to 80, it clicked half as much. Okay. So you see how the math works. Now, if we're playing jazz, I don't want you to practice with that thing on one and three. I want you to practice it on two and four. Now this may be a huge like dividing line in the video about sort of who goes ahead from here and who stays right here. And that's fine. Like I've taught at universities for years and um, about half the uh, freshmen that come in can't play their scales with the metronome clicking on two and four. First of all, they just haven't done it before. It's not the end of the world. It's just something no one's made them do. Well, for jazz, we need to feel things on two and four. So when I put this metronome on 80, I don't want to feel that on one and three. I want to feel those as two and four. So that's that may take a while for some of us to hear two, four, two, four, two, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, One, two, three. So that that takes for many folks that can't do it like a semester. Like that can be 13 weeks. That can be three months of practice to turn decades of hearing music being on one and three and so much... Western European music, let's say, whether it's classical music, whether it's, you know, how we hear music here in the United States, even though a lot of it is sort of African-derived rock, funk, blues, gospel. That's all African-derived music, if that's the right word for it. There is a two and four in there, but so many of us feel one and three. So that's the first thing. Can you set your metronome to half the speed that you... You know, so again, if you're, if you're going to play a song at 200, you set the metronome to 100, it's clicking half as much, and play with it clicking on 2 and 4. Can you keep your act together? So, two big things are going on here. One, the metronome is clicking half as much, which means you are twice as responsible. I want you to be more responsible for the time, right? It's not the metronome dragging your butt through the tune. No, it's you providing the time, and the metronome is there just for you to check in and see if you're still okay, all right? So that's a big, big, big paradigm shift for a lot of people, that idea of clicking on two and four. So first of all, you're twice as responsible now for the time. The other thing is now there's an element of feel. Jazz, the parent rhythm of jazz. Go back and look at my parent rhythm video. Um, Jazz, has this parent rhythm of a two and four feel. So that's where the feel is. That helps you have the right accent when you're playing this music. So if you're feeling one and three, either from your metronome clicking or in your body, if you're feeling one and three, you're actively going against having a good feel. It's practically impossible, that that's gonna happen, okay? So this two and four feel is really, really important. So I'll put the sheet back uh, up on the screen. And so you can see, that uh, example one is the metronome on two and four now not that you have to write it out like this but i wanted it to be very very clear so you can see what notes you would be aiming for that little v which is meaningless you know here at this music notation um, is really just telling you where the metronome clicks so example one is this idea of clicking on two and four. Now, for anybody that's done you know, too much jazz and studied with some good teachers and things like that, this is probably something you can already do. So here's the challenge for you guys, is now I'm gonna set the metronome to half of that. So I, I still wanna play at 160, but I'm setting my metronome now to click at 40. In other words, I've divided 160 by four, and this is now clicking just once a measure. So that click is once a measure. The easiest thing would be to have it beat one. One, two, three, four, one,
1: two, three. And
0: that's not bad. I didn't put it on the sheet, because that's not my goal. But, but right there, you're having to be very responsible. You're having to play eight eighth notes for every one click. So you really have to have your technique together. You have to have your sense of where things are going. So that said on the sheet, I jumped ahead. Item number two is having the metronome click just on beat two. Okay. So I want to have that feel back in here. For, so for the advanced players out there, set your metronome to click once a measure on beat two. So this is what it's going to sound like. So The trick part, let me pause this again, is um, this is some serious brain conceptual stuff. This has nothing to do with the saxophone. It's can you hear that one click as being beat two? That's the hard part, huge paradigm shift. So can we do it? So that click is a beat two. You may have to sit here for two minutes and just hear that. So the first thing is can you hear that as one of four clicks? Click, click 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 so i slow click 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 okay so now you have your pulse four clicks now can you call that one beat two we're feeling it as one I'm counting it as one but now it is two three four one two three
1: four one two three four one two three <laughs>
0: GB G-Bebop scale turning around in different places. So that's tricky. And I got to tell you, I had to have my ears really open to see if I was going to have to adjust. Did I get a little ahead? Did I get a little behind? So this should be pretty challenging for many of you out there. Just shifting your metronome to two and four could be months of work. It is so worth it. This is not some BS, keep you busy kind of stuff. This is hugely important. If you've been playing and feeling two and four for years, now you chop it in half and feel just two. So now, the next item on the sheet, I'll put it up on the screen for you, is now you can see item number three. Instead of just beat two, we're gonna have it clicking on just beat four. Let's hear what that sounds like. But of course, the first thing is, can I hear this click as beat four? Four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. first ascending scale I played one and two and three and so I played one two three four five six I played seven notes before the first click happened on beat four and I was a little late as I recall so I immediately noticed that because I knew where that click was supposed to happen and then I had to adjust I had to make up that time on the next note but then pull it back so that I didn't get ahead for the next click so on the second click you get the idea. This man, you have to. You're doing some serious fine tuning with your perception, with your listening. But then you have to make your fingers adjust on the fly with a lot of fine tuning. So, uh, yeah, this should be sounding pretty challenging to you. And I don't know how many people. Uh, out there are going to be able to pull this off. This is, this is great. I would love to hear your experience with it. Let's do one more time through. So now I'll put a sheet up for you again. Item number four, so now is where we go crazy. Um, can You know, so now it's random. We'll, we'll have this click, still thinking of the tempo as 160, clicking once a measure, which means the metronome is set to 40, and now hear it as different places in the measure. So how about, in my example, the and of two? Can we hear that click as the and of two? So this has nothing to do with the saxophone or the piano or any of that. This is sheer brain stuff. So I've done this enough that I might be able to just hear it as the end of two. But an easy way is, I guess we're subdividing eighth notes, right, so can I hear that as one of eight eighth notes? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So I started out fast. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4. So now I know what my pulse is, right? Now I know where the 8 eighth notes are. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4. So now that click in my pulse has the end of the t- end of 2, Three, four, five, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. three, four, one, and two, and three, and four, one and two, and three, even four, one and two, and three,
1: and three,
0: and four, one and two, and three. So I I'm at the place where I wouldn't have to go through that process. Maybe. (laughs) That's still a hard one for me. Clicking on the and of four. One, two, three, four. Sorry, the and of two is the fourth note. One and two, click. Okay, so I know I'm aiming for the C in the scale. Let me try it again. Let's see if I can just jump in. So I extended the scale, went past the root so that that note would land in different places. The click would happen on different notes. Wow, Uh, that's tricky. Now I will say, I don't know about you, did you start to hear a feel? Like it's just a rhythm. It's just a click on some weird place. But did that remind you of something? Um, To me, that end of two I started hearing the Charleston rhythm a bit. The, cha- the Charleston. Or I started hearing a Brazilian baião rhythm, which is one and the end of two, similar, right? So the cool thing is this begins to be a gateway for playing other styles, for sounding legitimate when you play a Brazilian baião tune. I'm not Brazilian, but, you know, this this ability helps me fit in when I'm put into that sort of spot. This is fantastic, fantastic stuff to do. So, send me an email to diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I'll send you this PDF and any of the others. And I do want to thank David for uh, for writing me and asking me. I hear from about 35, 40, 50 people a week asking advice and, uh, and especially requesting topics for these videos. So, I love that. And, you know, thousands of subscribers now and everything else that's that's fantastic but I really like the the personal relationship so please do feel free to write me drop me a line ask for a PDF and please do give me ideas of what you would like to know a little bit more about in the dignity or jazz series so thanks so much please subscribe please share these videos uh, with with your musician friends around the world and whether it's Facebook or however you do that goodbye me thank you so much for doing it And uh, give this a try. I'd really like to hear your experience with it. And especially those of you making that leap to the two and four field. This is one of the biggest, biggest things you can do for uh, your overall sound and presentation. Good luck with it. Have fun. Take care.